Hey everyone, welcome to the Metabolism Mindset and Macros podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, certified functional nutritionist specializing in female hormones and metabolism so that I can help you manage your symptoms with Hashimoto's and PCOS more efficiently, more effectively, and help you live the life that you want from the inside out. Today, I am going to be sharing a, a really important um, topic around creating simplicity around your nutrition so that you can get the results that you want. Hopefully, everyone can hear me. Okay, there are birds. It's, it's almost spring. Hooray. But there are birds right outside my uh, my window that are just going crazy. Anyway, I digress. I want to share a really important topic today around using a really simple method to manage your weight loss and not only manage your weight loss, but be able to effectively sustain the weight loss. For so many of us, we've used all kinds of protocols and get skinny quick schemes. And, you know, if you're anything like me, maybe you've been to a weight loss clinic, right? And used injections and pills and all the things to lose weight for it ultimately to come back on. A lot of us really perceive that we have a weight loss problem when more often than not, we have a weight management problem. Let me explain. I know some of you are saying, no, I can't lose five pounds to save my life. And I hear you. But if we actually get really honest and we zoom out, there was a time period where we could lose weight and then we gained it back. And what has happened over time is we have created metabolic adaptation that has fixed it so that our basal metabolic rate is lower than it once was and our metabolism is no longer in a safe place to continue to lose weight. I am gonna do an entire episode all about understanding your metabolism for Hashimoto's and PCOS. This is something that we go in depth with, with our one-on-one -on -one coaching clients that are in our 12-week signature coaching program. But it's really important that we actually understand what's going on metabolically, because for a lot of us, we really feel that our metabolism is broken or just moving at a snail's place and isn't, isn't working with us, it's working against us, right? And so we have to get to a place that we're working with our body and that our body is working for us in order to get the results that we want. And so the method that I'm sharing with you today is a perfect place to start because it's also going to be the place that you're going to need to wind up. In my 12-week coaching program, we focus on three main things. We focus on metabolism, we focus on mindset, and we focus on macronutrition. And so the balance plate method is a way that we can actually utilize macronutrition without even counting our macros. For so many of us with Hashimoto's or PCOS, we're dealing with things like brain fog. We're dealing with things with fatigue. We're dealing with things like anxiety and lack of motivation. And so when you start a coaching program, it can feel very overwhelming to immediately go from where you are right now to tracking everything that you put in your mouth to um, tracking all of your macros, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it can be really exhausting and lead to overwhelm, frustration, and burnout. So rather than starting with all of these really high level tactics, what we're skipping over are the very simple basics. And for better or worse, these very simple basics are what we have to return to in order to sustain and maintain the weight that we're losing. <clears throat> So going back to, we have a weight maintenance problem, not a weight loss problem. And I tell my clients for the most part, once we figure out your metabolism, it's not gonna be that hard in order to get the weight loss. 
I know. Somebody have told you. It's near impossible with Hashimoto's because you have hypothyroidism for you to lose weight. If you have PCOS, you have insulin resistance, and so it's going to be really hard for you to lose weight. And these are all fear-mongering tactics that are putting these limiting beliefs, these, these limiting stories in your mind. And for better or worse, mostly worse, we are actually bringing these to fruition, right? The stories, our mindsets actually lead to our actions or our inactions and create a reality in our outcome. You can lose weight, and I'm going to help you start that today. And more importantly, I'm going to show you exactly how you're going to need to sustain it. So let's dive in. So the balance plate method literally looks at the foods, the macronutrients, right? So we're still looking at protein, carbohydrates, and fats. The balance plate method is going to help us inform what we're putting on our plate, how we're balancing it out. This can be particularly useful for individuals with Hashimoto's or PCOS because you don't have to track anything. We're literally using our eyes. Now, I'm not going to get into meal planning today. I'm not going to get into meal prep, but this can still be a very beneficial tool in order to, to utilize this method. The whole purpose in going into this today is to help you realize that there is a really simple, basic way for you to start that doesn't require you to find a whole bunch of extra time, find a whole bunch of extra energy. You can literally start with your next plate. One of the things that a lot of people tell me when they're deciding whether or not to join my coaching program is, is that they're not sure that they have enough time to devote to it. And I always challenge them on that because it actually doesn't take any additional time when we're taking these small, tiny incremental steps. What's actually going on is your brain is telling you small and sustainable isn't hard enough, isn't going to get me there fast enough, isn't going to work, which in return is actually helping you stay stuck and not getting you any results. So it's kind of ironic in that. But the balance plate method says you don't need a food scale. You don't need a tracking app. You don't need anything but to look at your next plate a little differently. So for a lot of folks with Hashimoto's, they've been told to, to give up things like gluten. PCOS is carbs, sugar, all kinds of different things. I want to caution you on really understanding that your nutrition has to be individual, it has to be totally individualized to your symptoms, your lifestyle, and the goals that you're trying to achieve. Not every single person with Hashimoto's needs to give up gluten. Nobody needs to give up carbs completely. And so when we look at a balanced plate, our goal here is not to start to restrict and deprive ourselves like so many diets and blueprints and things like that. Like if you purchase a Hashimoto's diet blueprint, you're probably going to be going on an autoimmune protocol, you're probably going to be giving up gluten and sugar and, and all things that you love about your current diet. And if you're looking for a blueprint for PCOS, are probably going to say, you know, go keto, give up all carbs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in our minds, which we're programmed for pleasure and comfort and joy, <laughs> immediately it's sending off warning bells. It's like, no, 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 I don't want to do this because you don't. And so it's important to recognize that when we're looking at the balance plate method, we're looking at how we can rearrange what we're already doing. We're looking how we can add value to that, not take away. Now, I want to just throw out a disclaimer that for some people, going gluten-free with Hashimoto's could be beneficial, but not all people. And so I really encourage my clients to go through all of these other things first 
look at things that we can add, look at things that we can refine, look at things that we can that we can fine tune that we're already doing before we get into the mentality of what we need to remove, what we need to change drastically. Because a lot of these protocols are drastic, really challenging, really restrictive protocols and changes that's going to take a lot of, of navigating in your day-to-day -day life in order to make possible. And that can, again, looking at you know, stress being a huge part of, of weight loss and weight management and looking at the fact that we're already dealing with things like fatigue and anxiety and brain fog and all these other things. That's just adding on another layer that we don't need right now. So I don't want you to listen to this and say, okay, next play, I need to remove all these things. What I want you to look at is what you can gain, what you can add. So if you're new to the podcast, you may not know how macronutrients work. So I'm going to start off by saying that protein is the most important macronutrient. So we want to make sure that we're getting adequate amounts of protein at every single meal. That includes breakfast. I actually had a client this past week who we've really been struggling with pulling in her cravings. She has Hashimoto's and PCOS, pulling in her cravings and, and really getting some, some results. And, and we were able to dial it back to say, we're just not getting enough protein at breakfast. We made one simple change and it's made all the difference in her weight loss, her energy, her cravings, and how she's showing up day to day. So your protein portion should be the largest portion on your plate. If you're looking at your next plate and you start to notice, well, the protein is actually a really small portion of this plate. We're simply going to start to increase that and naturally it's going to decrease the other portions on your plate without you feeling like you need to put something back or you need to say no to something second from there we want to make sure that we're getting plenty of healthy carbohydrates so i didn't say remove any unhealthy and we know what those are right we know that we need color on our plates we know that we need fruits and vegetables these these contain crucial micronutrients and vitamins and fiber and all of these things Making sure that you're getting plenty of fruits and vegetables can be a huge benefit and managing your digestion, managing your cravings, managing your blood sugar if you're dealing with insulin sensitivity and things of that nature. And the smallest piece on our plate is going to be fats, healthy fats. So sometimes our protein is cooked in, in fats, olive oil, things like that. Sometimes our proteins have fats. But making sure that you are, you are arranging your plate so that you are being satisfied physically as well as emotionally as well, right? And checking in with how you feel after consuming this plate. This is a huge, huge piece of it. More often than not, we're eating food because we're hungry, we're craving, and then we're not giving it any more thought until our next meal. Meals don't happen in isolation. So what we choose for breakfast is going to directly inform lunch, which is gonna directly inform dinner, snacks in between. So notice, on a scale from one to 10, how hungry were you when you sat down to eat this plate? When you finish, what was your hunger like then? And then start to pay attention, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours. When did you get hungry again? What were cravings like? Did that meal help to manage your cravings? Did that meal help manage any energy slumps? That's a huge thing for a lot of women that are dealing with insulin sensitivity. They're eating a meal and then they're getting really, really sleepy and tired. That tells us that we need to shift things up and we need to change things, right? And so getting really curious and just asking yourself, how is this working? And not focusing on, oh my goodness, I just can't keep going because I'm tired. Oh my goodness, my cravings, I can't control them. Those are negative stories. Those are limiting beliefs that are going to keep you stopping, giving up, 
and going to keep you the same. Changing that around and saying, okay, I noticed I got tired an hour after I had that meal. Going back to, can I increase my, my protein? Can I decrease, star- I didn't say eliminate, I want to be really clear on that. Decrease my starchy carbs and increase my, my fruits and vegetables. Do I need to increase some healthy fats? Adding in things like a nut butter, avocado, maybe some healthy oils. These are all really doable strategies that you can do whether you're on vacation or traveling for work or things are just really crazy, right? We can balance our plate at a restaurant. We can balance our plate at home. We can balance our plate with absolutely anything that we have available. And so I created, I actually created an Instagram post and I'm going to link it um, in the show notes because I just released it today as I was recording this episode, but it gives you a diagram and it shows this is what a balanced plate looks like. This is a really great post for you to save. You can um, save it on Instagram. You can take a screenshot and save it on your phone. And so you can just compare. Now, again, not compare to judge or criticize, but use it to help me manage it. Your plate does not exactly need to to match this cartoon plate that I've drawn out for you. But it also shows some hand portions that you can utilize in this method to help you start to get a little bit clearer on what's going to benefit your body the most. And again, get curious. How are you feeling? What is the outcome that you want from your nutrition? Are you accomplishing this? Yes or no? How can you make minor tweaks and adjustments in order to get there? I hope that this is super helpful. I would love to know what's resonating from this episode, how I can continue to support you in this. If you haven't already, make sure you join our free Facebook community, Metabolism, Mindset, and Macros, your Hashimoto's and PCOS weight loss roadmaps. It's a totally free community of like-minded women who are dealing with a lot of the same struggles as you. And we've come together for support and education around some of these topics. And next Monday, March the 6th, I'm going to be hosting a free five-day challenge and utilize some of these these tactics like the balance plate method. Like I said, this is exactly where I start my one-on-one coaching clients who come to me to lose 10 to 20 pounds in 90 days with Hashimoto's and PCOS. We start here because I, when I know that they have nailed this foundational piece, when I know that they have these tools in their toolkit, that once they lose the weight, they can maintain it and sustain it for a lifetime. So I'd love for you to join us in the challenge. Send me a message on Instagram, Natalie Brooke. Brooke is with an E, Guevara. If you're listening to the episode, let me know what you what you liked about the episode. If you have a moment, take a, take a minute and leave a five, five, a five star rating interview on Apple Podcasts. This helps the podcast reach more women so that we can get this message to more women and help support more people out there. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.